Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine and I'm sitting here with my fellow podcast members, Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Hi. And our intrepid producer, Matt. Hello. (laughs) Um, We have a great episode. We took a few weeks off. We had some traveling. We had a nice little collaborative podcast for you guys, but we're excited to get back. Um, Rob and Holly recently got back from a trip to Disney World, so we're going to talk about that as our main show. Um, but as we always do, we're going to start it off with a topping it off. And Scott, you're up this week. All right, I'm back on top here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's how you want to look at it. Sure. Um, this is a place I don't know that we've done a drink from here before. Um, Very this... few of those. What's that? Few of those. Left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is actually a pool bar at the Caribbean Beach. Uh, Banana Cabana, <laughs> which we visited during our uh, Skyliner bar crawl Ooh. going on a year ago This now. was a, where I started to black out. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people did. It's literally just, I mean, the name just makes me think of Banana Hammock. I know. Well, they, they clearly didn't think that one through. But no, no. Um, let's see if anybody can guess what color this drink is from the ingredients. Okay. This, this drink is called the Hoist the Colors. And it has Cruzon mango and guava rums, Bowles blue curacao, and Odwalla lemonade with pomegranate juice. It's so wait a second. Like what color? Gray. Drink? What color drink is so this? Wait, so wait. So you so had the blue first curacao part? in there. Uh, uh, Cruzon mango and guava rums, so blue curacao, so and be like orange and lemonade. Blue and yellow. Green? So orange, blue, and yellow. Green is incorrect. Reddish and what's red and blue make? Purple. It is purple. It is a deep purple <laughs> Did color. Did you just yeah, hear feel my wheels turning? What this is This is one of the... Oh, that's a pretty picture. Yeah, it's an unusual looking drink. Please. Blue curacao <laughs> usually tends to overpower the other items, so I would have assumed that it was more in the spectrum yeah. of bluish. So this is, this is super fruity. It's $12. It's, uh, you know, Caribbean beach appropriate given the uh, the ingredients, but um, this was one that I, I... I was hitting up specialty drinks wherever we stopped. This was a, like, I had to switch to beer at this stock, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to die if I keep having <laughs> mixed drinks when we were doing was that this, bar crawl. Was this good? Was it, yeah, was I enjoyed it. Sweet? It was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because everything in that is yeah. is sweet. I'd probably be able to you take, ate. like, one sip of... I, the thing is, like, I like those drinks. They just, like, they give me just instant heartburn, and then, like, you know, just that, like burning feeling in the pit of your chest you probably don't get it because you drink sweet drinks like they're water i think robert kind of like gets that sometimes with sweet drinks you just get that like yeah i'm okay with like i'll have one but then i I gotta switch to beer like something you know it makes me just feel like uncomfortable (laughs) and i'm like so i just stay away from it also when i you're right about the heartburn inducing but i always take medicine when i'm at disney world just to prevent it so yeah, um, I get heartburn right. from other things like spicy foods. Mm. Oh, see, I'm cool with spicy, but it's the sweet that that kills me. <laughs> this is it's all the spicy drinks. Mm. I, I'm good mm. with. It's funny to Caribbean water. Beach though because I didn't put this in the news, but it was only a rumor that the resort recently opened. Um, but Sebastian's Bistro did it, and the rumor is that that's gone going forever. Yes, that's so insane because that was that's a really new restaurant. Yes. Yeah, we didn't 
I don't they, know. Uh, yeah, you Robin guys. Holly are the really, only And you guys the loved was, it. The yeah. food was good. Yeah. 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 And That's it does, it, it, I would call it a hidden gem because mm-hmm. you could always get a reservation, but I've never heard somebody say like they didn't like the food. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Like to it's weird too because that's such a big resort. You feel like they don't have a sit down restaurant. That's the only one. That's correct. So like, what are you doing? That's a huge resort, and the Riviera is right there off the like right. off the skyline. So I feel like they would drum up some business from Riviera people. Like, oh, let's go check yeah. out Caribbean Beach. Hmm. It's next door. Go to the restaurant. Again, it's yeah. only a rumor. It hasn't reopened, yeah. even though the resort That's reopened. That's weird, so, though. You know what's yeah. crazy about that is to to think about it from like a cost perspective, a long term cost perspective. Like, so let's say that this is true and they get rid of it. Like, just think about how much time and uh, resources they pumped into rolling this out. And then now that they're in like a position where they're like, okay, we got to cut costs. Um, and they're just thinking like, okay, we're not going to get return on investment on this until, you know, X year. And they go like, okay, we'll just, we'll just take the loss. And like, you know, most companies wouldn't be at luxury to do something like that. But Disney can just be like, yeah, we'll take the, I don't know, this is arbitrary, like, you know, $10 million loss or whatever it is. Yeah, but they've got to do something with that space. I mean, they're not going to let a restaurant sit there empty. So they're going to, it is not a very big Maybe that's why it's not open yet because of social distancing. It's harder to make that happen in a situation like that. true, too. Yes. She makes a good point because I'm just trying to picture the inside and, yeah, it would be tough. Yeah, it's like like an L. L. And it's, it would be tough to, the social, yeah. Well, maybe that's why then. Maybe they're just waiting until, you know, a vaccine comes out or something. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well... Rob, I'm going to continue the kick uh, so, to you. Yeah. All right, so lots of, we're about a month behind in news. So um, <laughs> not that much news, to be honest with you, given that it's a month. But um, so Disney has announced that they're delaying some reopenings of some of the resorts. Um, so the Polynesian was originally announced to be August 12th. It's now pushed back to October 4th. Art of Animation was August 12th, now November 1. Jesus. Beach Club and Boardwalk Inn, right? The DVC portion of those resorts are open. Same with Polly. Mm-hmm. But the actual hotel portion, uh, Beach Club was supposed to be August 24th, Boardwalk October 1st. There's no dates on either of those at this point. And this, I don't think Disney actually said it, but from all indications, is this is a demand issue. Really? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, people shocking. do not... Yeah, I mean, I think travel. people don't want to, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, they're saving money, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a indication that they are. And we'll talk about this more with our experience. Um, it, we'll explain why I think this is the case. but uh, Nice yeah. little teaser. Yeah. So <laughs> um, further along with, with that goes um, operating hour decreases which this i think is a big deal so uh magic kingdom went from nine to nine to seven to nine to six so you lose the last hour Mm -hmm. um hollywood studios goes from 10 to 8 to 10 to 7 and then animal kingdom goes from 8 to 6 to 9 to 5 so you lose two hours there and then this is the one that kills me epcot goes from 11 to 9 to 11 to 7. Jeez. Oh, it was two hours on the back end. On the back end. Oh, see, that's... I wish they would have... I mean, like, ideally, you would have liked to see if they needed to lose two hours 
do what they did in Animal Kingdom, where they you one lose, on one. yeah, lose one in the morning, lose one at night if you had to. So, Jesus, it's gonna be light out at seven o'clock at Epcot yeah. when you have to leave. That's weird. Well, I mean, I guess they're if they're not doing the, uh, like if they're not doing uh, fireworks, yeah. spectaculars. Yeah, like this would change how like to me. It was eleven to nine when we were down there. We would go at about eleven to Epcot, do some stuff, go leave at like three, take a nap, whatever, yeah. just get out of the heat, and then go back right in the evening, like six o'clock. You still got the three hours. Now I think I would just wait to like later like seven to o'clock. Go. You would maybe like two o'clock, and yeah. then just go for the stay there till seven. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna change how people. Visit. I, I think the one way around this, I, and they're doing it for the right reason, because those those last two hours, say from seven to nine, it's dead. Right. I mean, it's, it's you know, during the day it's it's busier, but I don't think you get the people that are, like, especially Epcot, right? You don't get the, the younger adults hopping over there after they've been the Magic Kingdom or mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom, right? I was thinking, like, they have the park reservation system. They should almost do, like, half days. I know. Like, I and know. I don't know logistically like how, how they different. would they would enforce people to leave after. Right. right. And, uh, unless, like, you just did it, like, at those parties, like, the uh, Magic Kingdom party where they just randomly, like, you try yeah, to get on a attraction. Band. Yeah, like, they you have just, a morning wristband or a... But I think they're trying to minimize... Like, employees interaction. and... Yeah. Yeah, just everything you see. And then... Our next story with a segue. Um, so they added mobile dine wait times into my Disney experience. So for Explain those, explain this. Okay, so um, you know the I don't know if it's a secret or the one thing is you don't always need a dining reservation at a sit down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, restaurant could, Marrakesh, great example. You can, you can walk up to <laughs> walk the, right the hostess. Do you have any availability, especially? If it's less than, if it's four or less, right? It's, it's, I mean, we've done it all the time, right? You get beyond the four, eight and stuff, a lot more difficult. But now they allowed that functionality or that availability to be shown in the My Disney Experience app. Hmm. It didn't roll out for all restaurants and all locations, but it's slow. I keep seeing things like, oh, California Grill just got added. I saw a couple days ago. No, I'm sorry. Can you... Can you explain? Maybe I'm, I'm like you just it. can walk up. Like you'll see in the app, like California Girl is available right now. If oh, you want to walk, walk up, up availability. Yeah. So, yeah. So like Whispering Canyon Cafe shows five minute wait, and then it says reserve dining. So oh. as opposed to go to the podium and interacting with that person, you can be the, like, "Oh, we're at the Wilderness Lodge. We were just like coming out of our room, and we do want breakfast yeah. here." Boom! There you go. You can go right huh. in instead of having to plan it six months in advance. No, it's like restaurants that don't do reservations but do like a call a, ahead, call ahead yeah. seating. <laughs> Very so it's like a call ahead seating. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, we did this a couple places. Um, we tried to get into Hollywood Brown Derby, and mm-hmm. there was just no. But I had to interact with. Yeah, the host. Um, that's cool. So I like that. Yeah, man, it would be nice if that could like. I mean, like when things are more normal, it'd be nice if that could stay. But it's probably going to be way I, too busy. I actually said that to Rob. There's a lot of things down there. I was like, can we just keep it like yeah. this? Like, yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the, anything that 
um, increases overall visibility for the guests that gives you more like that allows you to be more prepared is is nice Mm -hmm. that's a nice quality of life change (laughs) yeah i i know what they're and they're saying it'll show you the wait time so say you're you're staying at beach club you want to go to sanaa it'll show you the wait time it won't let you check in until you're within like location uh, yes some some i guess radius of diameter or whatever yeah Yeah, radius is the yeah Mm -hmm. um of that location to check in. So you couldn't, I'm assuming you couldn't check in from beach club. Yeah. You know, if you're taking an Uber driving over there, but, um, yeah, just so it says Kona cafe has its Sanaa Topolitos, uh, whispering Canyon. I know California grill. I think some in the parks also added it. That makes sense. That's nice. So I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Um, it's a nice in the park too. Like when we were at magic, we did a walk up, um, We'll get to the review of that, but, uh, you know, you didn't have to, if you were in Tomorrowland, you didn't have to like go to go Liberty all the way. Square yeah, all the way. to see if like yeah. there's availability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they added at Epcot, they finally added the new Lucite pylon, <laughs> uh, structure. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's difficult to describe what this is without it's a it's a a lucite structure with like the old epcot logo on yeah. it. yeah and and they had these from the from the 82 yeah. opening i don't know i don't think they lasted very long no i don't think so um, either. a few years it's this thing right yes mm-hmm. yep at the yes. bottom yes mm-hmm. yeah so that they are finally in place um so, yeah, they just like randomly. So lucite basically just looks like clear. De- decorative glass. Yeah, yeah yes. it's like yeah. clear plastic. But apparently there was an issue. Why? It, it said some one of them was damaged or something. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think it's probably a. a Are these the original ones? I doubt it. I doubt okay. it too. Um, so how? <laughs> that, that's weird. I don't know anything <laughs> about the chemical makeup of that and yeah. like how delicate it is. Or... Well, it's like plat. I mean, it's plastic. It's. It's, I get. Yeah. It is. I have a chair. The chair upstairs on our oh, bedroom is loose site. It's like clear plastic. It's. Um, it, I mean, it, I'm sure that they I'm make. Sure, it's huge and like really thick and. Given the elements that this has to endure, hurricanes. direct yeah, sunlight, really, right. the no sun, cloud like, cover. Yeah, I mean, it must. They must be like really well made. But yeah, maybe not. But <laughs> questionable for us. Epcot, you know, enthusiast. This yeah, is for like sure. an exciting change. Our, uh, we're getting that addition. aesthetic change yes. that, like, yeah. finally we're seeing all the construction, some actual things to appreciate oh, it immediately. Is a, it is a war zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, staying at Epcot. So this, I couldn't find much information on this, but it, it was in a book that talked about the Imagineering of the Disney monorail. Okay. So the headline is Monorail Mark X attraction coming to Play Pavilion in Epcot. So the Play Pavilion is going in the former Wonders of Life Pavilion um, that used to be the uh, ex not Expo the Festival Center. Centers, yeah. right? So they're they're redoing that. But apparently in this book that's supposed to be released September first, there's a mention of a attraction for the monorail being added you think what? that's you that's think that's so weird that's drive the monorail that's definitely just a a, a video that's just definitely just that you watch a video right it has to be i don't know 
What else? What else would it be? Yeah, I mean, you like, can't like, like unless they had a monorail car in there that you could just like walk around. Do you build and a track, maybe, um, and like it gives you a like a simulator, <laughs> like a roller coaster simulator. Is it the monorail? I don't think it's gonna be a. You're not excited about. Yeah, this. I don't think it's gonna be one that we're like real pumped about. Like we I might. I think the play pavilion in general. We are not the target demographic. Correct. No, no. And that's okay. And, I, and I'm sorry. This is the like where they around the festivals where they do like the cooking yeah. de- um, demonstrations to, and yeah, stuff they had all those year. yeah okay yeah they're they're currently redoing the roof uh all those pan the yeah. gold panels fully fully powered oh what oh. solar powered that and Ener- universe of energy yeah i know yeah oh is are they i thought oh universe of energy no, already i might be wrong, like might solar, be wrong. Uh, yeah universe of energy 100% is was fully powered by the solar panels on top the building correct and, and that's still... all i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the, the book be should be interesting like i, I, I or would like to maybe see some reviews on the book i don't know it looks like it's almost going to be like a, a photographic book like there's a copy oh. of it here it looks like a a longer like oh like a coffee table coffee table book yeah book <laughs> <laughs> about coffee tables yeah designed by cosmo kramer um yeah so that's Apparently, this is still going along, even though there's been a number of budget cuts at Epcot. Because it's just going to be a video. <laughs> yeah. Who's like the big monorail guy? Is that Bob Gurr? Or well, who? no, isn't it Mark something? I for, I, I'm saying that Mark because it's like Mark 10 monorail. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who was the guy who. I can't remember. Okay. Bob Gurr is the one that led All it out of the All transportation. About them potentially purchasing new cars right new trains but disney basically had to come out and deny it this is going back 18 months at least yeah i want to say and that's probably not going to happen anytime soon um given the financial situation so all right last uh news newsy item uh disney plus reportedly developing adult oriented section newsy, and look at you controls <laughs> what that was a good reference because it's a Disney movie. <laughs> Shoot, maybe not. So, th- so this is to utilize the content from Fox and Touchstone. So they want to utilize that. Um, apparently, you'll need a pin code to unlock it. It's almost yeah. opposite of kids, right? I yeah. guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. Netflix no, no, kids. I never, <laughs> yeah. I never had to block anything, so I don't even know how it well, functions. Yeah. Well, uh, Netflix kids, the difference is that you have a separate. They have separate apps with their own like walled infrastructure. Where okay. like so like with this, it's just I guess there's a section within the app that you can only access if you have input a pin. the code. That's cool. Yeah. Which like I guess, and I mean. I'm into this. That means more content for us, right? Yeah. Right. 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 They should yeah. just be able to turn the pin off if you don't. Well, no, I'm sure. I'm sorry. sure they you have can. to be. They have to be. And you probably are able to do that per uh, account. Uh, per account. Yeah. Like, so if you have an like, account we don't for have your kids, yeah. yeah, a parent's account and a child account, you might have to. You could set it so. Okay, I want you to have to put in your pin every time so that my kids can't get to the adult account. But if I'm a house with no kids, at least this is how I would do it. I would disable the pin. You'd only have to do it the first time. And then, because I don't have to worry about blocking content from anyone in my household. That's, that would be the smart way to do it. And if I imagine that's the how world, they do it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Scary thoughts. 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's all the news for, fit to read. Um, that's, I mean, like, before we, we move on from that, I mean, I think that was when we first heard about Disney+. Plus. I think that was kind of a... The negative. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it was a concern for for us, and we definitely talked about it when when the news first broke about Disney+, Plus about, well, how do they maintain the squeaky clean Disney image while still introducing all of this awesome IP that they have access to now with the Fox acquisition without, you know. True. Plus, will they make this an add-on? Right, another tier. Did we talk about the $30 Mulan add-on? Jeez, ew. No freaking way. Did that, no way. did that come September. and go? No. And they're going to make it available in December. I know. Just right, Why? Like, well, this is like, just to watch early. Correct. Yeah, if you're like beating down the door to watch Jeez, Mulan. No way. No. Catherine was like, who's going to do this? And I was like, a lot. <laughs> That's the answer to that is that a lot of people will do That this. is ridiculous to me. And I wonder if, I mean, I don't think we'll ever see like the numbers. No. But like, I would not. love to know, like after a month of them <laughs> rolling this out, what the numbers are. Cause I feel like it's going to prove to be a, a big, uh, flop. No, no, I think oh. the opposite. I feel like there are a lot people of people... People will be stuck inside uh, and like, yeah, I guess... Yeah, whatever, I'll spend $30. $30, that's, I mean, that's expensive. That's, that's... Well, they're probably figuring on, like, a family four going and seeing right. it in the theater. That is exactly how they're pricing this. Yes. If you had, so let's say you had four people in your family where well, you're spending $15 a movie ticket, depending on it's your a bargain. Vision. Yeah, it's a bargain. That's how they're, gonna, that's forget, how they're marketing it. I forget what I was listening to. Somebody was talking about when the whole pandemic first happened. I think it was... I'm trying to think of the movies that were out at the time. They made them available through streaming services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were charged, I think, like 1999. And they were surprised at how well... They did. They did. But that was also, like, March, April, where, like, you where couldn't you do anything. You were yeah. like, now, you know, you got the summer. Like, yeah. are people as inclined to be at home doing that you know willing to spend that kind of well, money well are movie houses opening they <laughs> the movie houses, movie houses. <laughs> theaters um I believe I pictures <laughs> well you, like I'm just saying like has there been any like I don't know about around here yeah I don't think I think they do I've seen headlines of that yeah, I think the oh, one wow. at Disney Springs is going to open, and they're doing a they're doing a like a deal. On yeah. the first, it's like four cents to watch a movie or something. Yeah, something really insane to yeah. get people in there. Drive-ins and and even yeah. pop-up drive-ins have been mm-hmm. um, a huge thing all around the country. But traditional movie houses, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, the cheap pop-up movie houses. <laughs> yeah, pop-up. Yeah. I guess um, anyone can have a pop-up movie house if they rent Mulan. Movie houses hey. where you can take your Model T. Yeah, like, do you get it to download offline? I don't think so. That's insane. Then and buy you have, it. And buy you have it. To have the, and you have to have the service, right? right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you could... If, if like, you if I just wanted to watch Mulan, I could not do... I would have to sign up for Disney+. Plus. I, so I'm it's going to be $36 right. instead See, of... I'm a huge proponent of, of digital media, and a lot of people, their big knock on it. Um, is that, well, you don't have it to physically take. So what happens when, you know, years down the line, you know, Disney Plus is no longer a thing. So you spent X amount of dollars on something that you get to technically keep, air quotes, but you don't, uh, but you don't really have it, physically own it, or a way to watch it in the future. Whereas if you had physical media, you would actually keep it. I'm fine with it because it reduces your footprint. You know, like, I don't want 
DVDs. Like I have limited spacing. Like I'd rather just have something digitally at this point. But I get it. Like says the record. Collector. That's what I was <laughs> with the exception. That's like the only exception. Oh Jesus! It's a big exception. With the huge record collection I have. That's exactly I don't like physical I media. I don't like physical media. Says the well, five hundred records case. sitting in the basement. <laughs> Catherine's getting a box yeah. right now. Boy, is Catherine's head turning? There, that's an exception. That that's a whole Pandora's box to unpack on that. But but like when it comes to like movies and video games, which are the big ones that I think have the big digital versus physical media debate right now. But like yeah, you pay thirty bucks for that, and you know you're keeping it as long as you have a Disney Plus membership. But like I just feel like that's such a gross pricing. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. is not not good. Not good. I'm really excited to watch uh, the Phineas and Ferb movie. Maybe today. I did. Is it good? I, I liked it. I, I love Phineas and Ferb, so I'm yes. excited. How long was Candace it? Rule, like, mm-hmm. Candace, Candace rules the world, saves the world. Something universe. Yeah. It was good. Um, how long was it? Um, Under an hour and a half? Yeah, I think so. I think it That's perfect. Yeah, Sorry, that's, I, that's perfect. I just like laid down on the couch last night and just started watching it. Didn't even pay attention. Mm, I'm, the I'm time. excited. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was really good. Um, Ferb is great. It is, it is super underrated. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if anyone knows this. They That show isn't... Uh, like the... That show is over, right? Like, yes. This yes. was a like they were bringing it back after like a years yeah. of mm-hmm. of it being off the air. That's exciting. Yeah, that is cool. Love new Phineas and Ferb content. That, that's a show that I haven't. I mean, again, not having kids, you know, my cartoon viewing is is limited. <laughs> but like, that is such a good Adult show. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that is fun for even people in their thirties. Yep. According to Wikipedia, eighty six minutes. Oh, oh nice. that's perfect. That's, that's nice. Um, we'd be remiss without mentioning, obviously, the passing of oh. Chadwick oh. Boseman, obviously. Oh, my God. I, for- I literally yeah, forgot um, what and, and I bring it up because Disney j- or ABC. ABC just announced, and if you're listening to this after today, the 30th, sorry, but uh, they're doing, they're airing Black Panther commercial free at 8 o'clock, and then they're doing an ABC News special. Chadwick Boseman, a tribute. That's huh. so sad, man. Honda just, forever. Did they finish Black Panther 2? Is that, yeah, is that even post-production? Like I don't even think that was in I pre-production. I don't, I don't think so either. No. What happened? Never mind. I don't want. I don't want. You're saying what happens at Endgame? Yeah, yeah. I forget what happened to Black Panther at the end of Endgame. I'll let you know after the podcast. Okay, we'll talk after. Yeah, but that that's a good question. Like, what did they do? And the thing is, like. We recently watched, I don't know if you guys watched the um, Disney Plus documentary Howard about Howard Ashman, which is beautiful. Oh, and it's, and a, it's great. I had, a, I had a good cry watching that. <laughs> but um, the reason I bring that up is because Howard Ashman um, passed early on uh, complications from AIDS in like early 90s. And they knew about it. And, you know, like he was struggling and, and Disney executives knew about it and they had to make like contingency plans. So like there's no way that at the very least Kevin Feige, um, Bob, Iger. Bob Iger, did not know about Chadwick Boseman and him struggling with this illness for years because he was diagnosed in 2016. So they definitely made contingency plans as to how it related to his character and what they were going to do in the MCU. So it's kind of interesting what implications that has i mean i know that's not like the important thing and it's really kind of icky to go like yeah but now what happens to black panther like that's not the most important thing but i think it's i don't think it is i mean i think that's 
now considered to be one of his greater contributions to media is his portrayal and successful portrayal of Black Panther and how many people that brought into that fan base that may not have been interested before. So I think it is worth asking, how do they define that character going on Mm -hmm. as part of his legacy? I, I don't think it's a a bad thing to ask to say how do they how do they handle that yeah I'm, I'm assuming Disney had to have known because, oh for sure because I think you had to I think like for insurance like the actors and stuff have to take a physical and especially like active F- role you know physical, uh, like yeah, physically demanding roles and whatnot. Yeah. Um, right. not that he's doing all of that but still he's yeah well he um, made a lot of movies while he was sick with that's cancer what I, I was reading well. somewhere I was like wow yeah. they were like oh, listing so all sad. the movies and I'm like and what it's yeah, and it seems like he really chose to do like I mean obviously I, I feel like he, he kind of felt like he was racing against time, and I think that his choices with roles and projects were very calculated. He only really yeah. looks like he wanted to do things that were like culturally important, and I I haven't seen a lot of the like I never saw uh, Forty Two. Yeah. I never saw. Uh, I think Black Panther and the. I, I think I've only ever seen what, him in the Marvel universe. What's the one where he played Thurgood? Wasn't it Thurgood Marshall? Marshall. 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 Yeah. yeah, I mean, really. It's just so sad. So heartbreaking yeah. and sad, and just terrible. Twenty twenty, you're done. Yeah, really. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Definitely, uh, uh, to put a any sort of positive spin on this, if you have not read Bob Iger's book, it's a it's a great read, and he talks quite a lot about the importance of Black Panther and how that like had a cultural like impact outside the United States and and how you know Disney saw that as an opportunity to cast a movie with an all black cast and like how like groundbreaking that was and it, it's really interesting I I kept thinking of that the last few days of you know that was kind of a yeah of risk as far as Disney you know monetarily was concerned but yeah Iger was really a, a champion for Black Panther getting made and um yeah, and there's there's definitely a parallel between what happened with Steve Jobs and his untimely passing because that happened shortly after um, that merger with Pixar, mm-hmm. which Steve Jobs had. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great, it's a good book. He, he talks about too. that too. Yeah. So there's like some there's a lot of parallels with what I think kind of probably went on beyond went on behind the scenes with with Chadwick Boseman and how they. Did that so, but yeah, end of the day, just super sad. And yeah, I saw some interesting interviews. Like Denzel Washington basically paid for him to go to college, hmm. he didn't. So, Denzel basically adopted a, a student, mm-hmm. like anonymously. Yeah, like it was just like, okay, if the tuition's 50,000, yeah. all right, here's 50,000. It ended up being Chadwick Boseman. Oh, really? Yeah, and then he found out later and like wrote him this letter. Oh, and then that's they, crazy. Yeah, oh, like yeah. when he was like before he yeah, had before his he acting was career. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. And so then they finally like met at the Black Panther premiere, and then <laughs> Denzel's like, "I'm not here for the movie. I'm here to collect." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was wow. um, you know, now yeah. seeing it, it was just uh, an interesting interview, and mm. you know, that's fine. Yeah, so. Well, guys. Yeah. How was your trip? All right, so it was um it was good um, want me to start? Go for it. Okay, so 
you know, we had, and you guys are probably like just the internal debate of whether to go or not, right? And at the, and I don't even know how Florida is COVID wise now. I, I, Much better than a month ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so right, so we went, we left August first, right, and that was when they had like ten thousand cases a day, just Oof. really bad. Um, so I, you know. Holly and I both made the conscious decision. We're going to do it. We're going to be, you know, try and take every precaution possible, but we're going to go. <laughs> that, like, day before finally came around, like, we were supposed to leave Saturday morning. That Friday, like, I had anxiety. I'm like, I don't think we're doing the right thing. I didn't tell, I, I didn't express this to her because I didn't <laughs> want her to, like, have to worry. But yeah, I was having, like, She's nice having the same internal. Anxiety. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a little stressful. Um, well, I so, think a lot of it's like the not knowing, like what they, what am I to expect when I get to the airport? Are they going to have things, you know, on the up and up? Um, yeah. But. So we get to the air, so we fly out of Baltimore, um, more crowded than I thought it would be. Um, but apparently Southwest was having some sort of issues, computer issues that day. So like the process of printing your, um, luggage tag and things of that nature was taking longer than normal. So we go through, um, you know, everyone has a mask, um, you know, and the, ter- the the boarding process for Southwest is just, you do groups of 10 now, you don't even line up. So they're just like, A, one through 10, get on the plane. You don't have to get in any order. Um, plane going down was 40% full. Um, they're not selling middle seats. And even with that, they're still tons of space available um so they were really good the airline was good some guy came on with his mask like just and it was barely below his nose you know like the mm-hmm. just showing a little bit and the flight attendants like sir you got to put that mask up over your nose so that was good i was like okay um you know we didn't take our mask off the entire time didn't eat or drink anything um so i felt safe from that perspective Orlando was pretty much a ghost town, much less busy than Baltimore was, mm. surprisingly so. The airport. The airport, yeah, MCO. Um, so we rented a car. That was fine. Um, so the, the travel perspective, that I felt kind of comfortable with. Um, so we got to Disney. Um, again, everyone, you know, they're not messing around with masks. Um, but then again... I didn't see anybody not following procedures, right? So, like, I'm trying to think if... It's been a month now. So, I'm trying to think if I had seen any situation where someone wasn't properly wearing a mask. There was at Disney Springs with the valve. The uh, lady had the valve mask. And I guess you can't wear hmm, the valve. Yeah. What did they say? I forget. I'm trying to remember. Um, Um... but other than that, I mean, it, they, um, they, you know, are doing a good job as far as that goes. Um, so, obviously, you have to keep the face mask on, except for um, actively eating and drinking. They're, they're playing messages throughout the park with that. Uh, what every, I don't know, I didn't take it. Every 12 to 15 minutes, I would say, you hear the, the spiel over the intercom. Um, where I, I've been used to, I, I know we have listeners everywhere, so 
you know, here in Pennsylvania, we've been wearing masks since March, right? Pretty much in public, anywhere you go, you have to wear it. So I felt fine with it. Like I've been going to work, wear quite a bit there. Um, it is a different experience when you're in the parks and, you know, I, I think, you know, we're in Magic Kingdom for five or, let's say four or five hours. The only time we did have it off was to eat for like an hour, but it's a long time of wearing a mask, um, especially when you're not used to it. So, um, and then you start, so here's, here's the recommendations. You, you start mouth breathing a lot, right? So I didn't realize your lips get all chapped and like, I know it sounds, it sounds weird, but like you just start drying out. Right. And so the entire time it's like, I, I said, I never swallowed so much as I did on this trip. Like don't get, don't get a sore throat. Don't get a sore. I, could joke about it now but like um you know i would wake up in the middle of the night and like swallow and make sure i'm okay but i did have like a little dryness just because of how you're breathing with the mask mm -hmm. on um and you know different masks like i had the cotton disney ones um i don't think they're as good as like now i have this like polyester um one i think these are a lot better i think you could breathe better with them and the See, sweat. See, I felt the, the ones, the masks that Disney were are selling were a lot more comfortable in the parks than, like, a typical cloth one. Now, like, I, I shared with you guys, like, I just recently bought those mask brackets where you just, like, you, it's like a silicone frame that you put over your nose and your mouth, and it helps, like, it pushes out the mask so you can actually breathe better. And, like, I definitely recommend doing that down there because there were times where I was like inhaling my mask. Mm -hmm. I had to like Rob stop, stop. Can we just stop for a minute? Like, yeah. Especially when you're wearing it for that entire time. Um, I'm but, definitely going to buy that before this podcast posts so they don't sell out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For our many thousands yeah, of listeners too. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's the mat. I mean, you have to basically, the minute you walk out of your hotel room, it's it's on you know resort you yeah. have to have your mask yeah. on when you're walking um, around so that is the i would say the covid thing i you know everything is marked off as far as um lines cues you know they have i we have that side uh, um texting group but i mean they literally had to buy a million of those please wait here please wait here mm -hmm. um of signs because i mean they are literally everywhere you could possibly queue up um, a lot of the rides too they did a good job putting barriers up um like for example living with the land like they have plastic barriers each row oh right because that um, queue is just an open zigzag yeah. yeah and even on the ride the boats too have a clear Ugh. barrier between the rows on the boats yeah same thing with um this uh safari it's like a clear shower curtain, basically. I mean, now, like, there were some rides I'm like, yeah, I won't go on again. Because I was just kind of like, yeah, no. Like Toy Story Midway Mania. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest thing was, you know how like when you get your glasses, like I was expecting like a cast member to be handing like them out or something. No, you grab your own. So everyone was like... I didn't put mine on. I wrote so it. So I have one of those... How was the score on that? I have one of those nano misters where I put liquid sanitizer in and I sanitize the glasses before I put them on. Yeah, see, I had my own precautions too. So um, yeah, I was kind of really disappointed. 
by that, but I feel like that's probably the grungiest ride to ride during because yeah. you're touching. Oh, we it's on your face. Yeah, like you we have to touch it, something. We were pot committed at that point, so it's like just go through. But yeah, yeah it was like I made a very conscious effort. Like a like I was like, do not touch anything. Like don't touch your phone. Don't touch your yeah. wall. Don't touch anything. Like yeah, I sh- like scrubbed up. Like I w- went into surgery. Like oh, when wow. I went into when it went into the bathroom after that. So um, to prevent any kind of cross contamination. Yeah, because like too, like you have that lap bar and you're you're leaning on that and like you're sweating and yeah. stuff. So well, it is important um, to note too. Every ride, um, they have hand sanitizer stations where you sanitize your hands before you get on the ride, and then when you get off the rides, you sanitize them. Yeah, but are those mandatory? No. No. See, that's the thing that like, so you're just trusting other people to do that, mm-hmm. you know, so, so that's, I, I that's would, all a calculated risk. I would say, um, the vast majority of people you see are utilizing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have them like, so you don't get like, say you're getting off a big thunder, right? And you get off and they have the indoor, pro- like they put it far enough away so that like, you don't get like groups that mm-hmm. want to use it like we'll blocking like yeah and there'll be like two on each side okay so um so i guess crowd wise um you know they're doing the reservation system um there is a marked difference weekend crowds versus during the week crowds mm-hmm. so we flew on saturday morning that afternoon we went to epcot um and i i think by most measures, Epcot seems to be the least crowded. That's anecdotal, just based on what I'm seeing online mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, that Saturday evening felt too crowded to me. I was like, ooh, like we went into World Showplace for the festival. A little too crowded to my liking, so we didn't stay there very long. Uh, we got out of there. It's like, oh, I hope this isn't an, it isn't an indication. Um, Sunday at Animal Kingdom, it rained, so that's not a good measure. I can't say for, for sure how that was. But then we were there till fr- the following Friday, and then that Friday, Hollywood Studios, that felt like COVID soup. A, a normal park attendance day. Mm. Yeah, very like, luckily we were, you know, we weren't there very long, and we didn't really... I don't think we even did any attractions, did we? No, because we we did Um, all the attractions um, the one day we were at Hollywood Studios. We got to ride that Mickey and Minnie Runaway runaway Railway. Mm -hmm. I'm just sorry. I'm having a... um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I said to Rob, I'm like, it's okay. Like, I don't need to get on... So maybe the tip is if you want to get on rides, if you're there for long enough, like pick a weekday... To bang out the rides and then the weekend, that'll be more like the eating and drinking and like atmospheric type yeah. day. Or or like the weekends maybe do Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. Because they're bigger. Because they're bigger, yeah. The thing that's surprising to me is keep seeing these headlines of more park availability added to the calendars. And I'm like, yeah. what are they doing? Like, And I don't know if it's just going to be a slow like... Let's see. Let's push it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, but people are saying that the parks aren't at capacity every day, which is concerning because if they're saying they're going to let more people in that we saw than we saw that Friday at yeah. Hollywood Studios, they, yeah, I'd, I'd be leaving. Um, That's a no for me. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, but now things are better that I don't know. Um, it, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it should just be said, and again, we, I, I wasn't there, but I mean, this, this is by no means, I mean, Holly and Holly and Rob went, this is by no means a, uh, an endorsement either way of, you know, us as a podcast saying that, you know, it's okay to go or oh, not I, go. You know, I mean, this was just, this was a, a, a calculated risk on your part that you decided that it was worth it to go for you guys. And so like, you know, there, there's no, we are not here to debate the moral, uh, or, you know, right or wrong of this situation. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not gonna like even after having done. If somebody doesn't want to go, you know, it's all per, you know, and it's, it's personal preference and, and what you're your, comfortable with in your personal life too. Like if you have kids or health issues, things of that nature. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what else? So I guess more of the like actual trip, right? So we stayed at three different resorts. Um, first time for two of them. Um, so we did one night at the Contemporary in the tower hmm. which was pretty awesome yeah um those rooms are incredible i would like to you know the bay lake there. rooms is that sorry? bay lake that's the view we had the, the contemporary like the, the a-frame main. okay the a-frame okay yeah all right yeah not DBC. so not bay lake tower not Correct. bay lake tower okay yeah so we had like an 11th floor room there that was just really awesome you guys have right in, yep. in those yeah, but we were on the other side oh. we were uh, we were on Park Magic View. Kingdom side yeah yeah so um, that was really nice the resort um, it was it, for Saturday it wasn't too too busy we tried to walk in at the wave couldn't walk in there and mm-hmm. I thought for sure we'd be able yeah, to I don't think I've ever been there where you can't walk into yeah, the really? wave yeah mm-hmm. but again capacity's wow. down it was a Saturday um you tried that's to go one, for dinner? Or? Yeah, we tried. Yeah. Yeah, after we got back from Epcot, because we just thought we'd hop in there. So we didn't like anything at um, Contempo Cafe. Mm. Just so we were, we, and we had the rental car. Um, the rental Having the rental car was awesome for this because you didn't have to worry. Like, we didn't get on a Disney bus the entire time. Mm. So we can't even speak to that. Um, the only other transportation we took was the monorail and every time we took that we literally had our own car we were the only ones in like yeah. in there there was a barrier like yeah. in between, in between. Yeah. um but and the skyliner oh yeah we did take the skyliner and they only put in one i forgot about the skyliner one partly one party per yeah so, so we took we drove over to the polynesian to go to captain cook's <laughs> that resort was unbelievably crowded for a set like Again, that felt uncomfortable. I think it was a Saturday. I think it was rather late. So I think everybody was out of the park. But we just got our food and basically left and went back to the resort. Um, and they're doing, like, they're packaging everything so you don't have to, like, sit there and uh, and eat it. You could take it to your room or just, we just took it out of there. Um, so we just had the one night there. Then we stayed at DVC. Uh Grand Floridian, um, which was awesome. Those rooms are beautiful. I'm obsessed uh, with the fountain. It's the Mary Pop- mm-hmm. Poppins penguins mm-hmm. in the lobby. In the yeah. lobby. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
again, that's so the only thing open there is the DVC portion, which is kind of off the beaten path. Like, um, and then we went into the lobby, and it is like a ghost town. It's so weird. The it's, main lobby or is there a separate main, lobby from the for the DVC section? Well, you could check into like the DVC lobby. So there is like it's almost like concierge. To right. check in there, but, but you're speaking the, on the, the regular, the yes. main lobby of the resort. Yeah, the two, well, what's that, six stories or whatever, you know, where you would go do everything, where they put the Christmas tree and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, it was like it was so weird. It was like a, a ghost town yeah, in there, right? like no one to be like Lots because, of security. Yeah, as, as soon as you step outside, like you know, the pool areas right there, and then you can walk around the yeah. Gasparillas, like the fence for the bubble. The blue fence is right there. Mm -hmm. And then there's security mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, we did get to see the barbershop. Yeah, the barbershop <laughs> barber is right outside. I, I thought like that was like, I've seen pictures, but I was thinking, okay, that's like set off to the side, like over by the marina right there. The no, it's like it's, right outside the, the main. You walk out, yeah. it's like... <laughs> What's okay. it, Grand Flur? Uh, that's where, Grand like, that's where all the NBA players are getting their hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they opened like a barbershop for them there. Oh, so that's only for them. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's oh, literally there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he hopped the. Uh, I want the Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yeah. I gave him the. They're like, push. sir, you don't have enough hair. <laughs> yeah. So um, the customer's always right. <laughs> I want extensions. <laughs> um, so that was we wanted to get the. What did we, we went to Gasparillas for? Oh my gosh. What was it? To get something to eat. I no, think. I know, but like what they had a special edition cup. It was oh, a, the cannoli um, cupcake. No, what was it? Oh, I forget. You, you were raving about it. No, they, they had. They released a <laughs> special a cupcake, so we go. I'm all excited, right? And then no, it was uh, a donut. I forget. Cannoli donut or something. It was so good. It was so good. No, I didn't no, remember what so it was. So we get there. They're like, it's sold out. Oh. Yeah. Um, so they were like, oh, this sucks. So How about that lady? No, I'm not even talking about that. No. No. Um, so that was Grand Floridian. The room's awesome. Like our, our, our balcony was, what were we, fourth floor, and it overlooked the monorail. Like, the, like so, it, you know, I'd sit out there and have a beer and like Watch the monorail's the going back and forth. Sure. That was, that was really that's cool. cool. Yeah. You didn't yeah. hear it in the room. So. No. Oh, I'm yeah. Gentle giant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we spent two nights there and then we went over to Beach Club DVC rooms. Um, and so we were checking out and, you know, typically DVC room. So this was both times uh, we got our room super early. So I check in the app. For our beach club room because I didn't get the text or anything, but you could see like you could view the mm -hmm. the room number. So it puts a room number, but I'm like, this is weird. I think because I set up for the online check-in, mobile alerts. So I'm like, okay, let's just go to the room and see if it lets us in. And here we like room 220. Step in, and it's a one bedroom. So we're like, what the heck? Like, is this an error? And I mean, it let both of our magic bands worked on the door. So I'm like, <laughs> like, we were, do we unpack? But it was supposed to be a studio. Yeah, we had booked a studio. Yeah, good point. So, so, um, so I'm like, do we unpack? Like, because we just took our luggage right up there. We didn't mm -hmm. have to, you know, we had the rental car. And it was early. It was like nine o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we went right from checked out and went over there. 
So Holly's like, don't say anything. Don't mm-hmm. say anything. Cause, and I was like, yeah, if we unpack, they're not. And They're not going to kick us out the, like this. once we have our stuff in there. Because then they're going to have to deep clean. <laughs> yeah, That's true. My only, on yeah, right. yeah, the logistics of that. My only concern was just, let's make sure that we're not getting charged for one bedroom. No, but... Uh, but if you right, advance, but then I like gonna... look. I looked at. I actually looked at my Your email confirmation. confirmation. I'm like, no. I was like, there would have been no way I could have booked this, given how many points we had and were using. I was like, it wouldn't even have let me do that. So I wonder if you had gone to the um, in-person traditional check-in process, if they would have said like, oh, and we. You know, we went, because upgraded. of availability, we went and upgraded you free of charge. Like, I wonder if there would have been a point of dialogue with that, but because you opted for all online, that it was just like, they're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. I I thought maybe I'd get a phone call or like a letter or something or, you know, nothing. But I don't know. Handwritten letter. We told you. Yes. Um, Carrier so pigeon. That, um, that made the stay there. Like, it, it was incredible. Like, we slept in. He had his own area. I had my own area. It was just like being at home. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, you could just spread out. Like, uh, I wouldn't use the amount of points for that, but um, it was just, it was awesome. Slept in every day. And that was the nice thing about, like, the crowds and stuff and, like, not having fast passes was. There was because no we, 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 we would usually do like 9, 10, 11, right? Yeah. For our, there was no like, okay, we got to get up for that. It was just like, Whenever get up, up, you know, shower, yeah. putts sure. around the room, um, watch TV. So that was like super uh, relaxing in that sense. Um, and then what I was going to say too is I don't think these resorts are all the So this is what you're speaking to, the, the, the demand. Correct. That if you were able to just get a one bedroom, that means that those one bedrooms were not booked. Like, to be honest, I'm trying to think from our, we were like on a, on a corner where the, we had this huge patio. Oh, you, to like gosh, a huge, if you get one of those corner rooms yeah. or like the boardwalk or the beach yeah. cover, the yacht club, those are like the best rooms. I mean, our, our balcony was, it's not deep, but just it, I mean, it was the basically the width of the room. So you had the whole room and then the, the, the bedroom. That's yeah, nice. that's so, just some luck of the draw. Yeah, 40 feet of, you know. Jeez. So, but where I was going with that was sitting at, and I spent a lot of time out there just like pre-gaming with beers and stuff before we go back <laughs> in the park or wherever we were doing. Um, there, I didn't see anybody like that entire time. So, I don't, I don't know if people are not using the rooms. And then the hotel side is, we would walk so I never knew the layout of it, but like they're basically right off the marketplace. The rooms like you come out, there's a door off of that exit of the marketplace and then a the little walkway. And then that's like the main entrance. Mm-hmm. But then you can snake your way around the main hotel side and it puts you out at that path, uh, international gateway there. Mm-hmm. Um, right before you go up the hill. That's a deceivingly sprawling resort. It is. It is, like, very long. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the parking lot, it's not too deep, but that is a long, like, 
I do not. That is one resort that I do not know the lay of the land on that one yeah. from the inside because it's just I've never I've never stayed there. So I just uh, that's well, one. Stay so much just in the yeah. lobby area if you're yeah, visiting. Yeah, that it's like okay. Well, I'm never like unless I think we parked there one time and then tried to snake our way through. We were with our our friend Josh, who's a cast member, and he kind of like led the way. We were like we would have never found our way like huh. back out to the path. It was like you were going through all these like little common rooms. They had like a game room. Yeah. It, like it was, it was. It's cool, but it's huge. Like it's a lot bigger than you'd think. But wait, we are talking about Grand Floridian, right? No, we're talking about Beach. Club. That's why I was so confused, and I was like, I was like, when did we move from? Because I was like, we have stayed at Grand. Grand the one Floridian. bedroom. The, that whole story is the Beach Club that you just asked about. Oh, so see, I thought that was Grand Floridian still. No, no, no. no. This is Beach Club where you had a studio and and you got. Yes. That's why I was so yes. confused. I was like, I'm, I'm at the marketplace. Like, because in my head, I'm like, but yes, uh, okay, and I'm like. Your descriptions were not fitting mine. No, it's okay. That was probably me missing It definitely was, because he said 9 a.m. the room was ready, so we went over there. Okay. It's okay. No, it's all right. I missed the... (laughs) This is a non-traditional hotel stay where you guys have... You have now stayed in multiple different hotels. Three places. Three places, whereas... So I had to to follow along here. Yeah. um, Poorly, apparently. Resort hopping. So... Where I was, that walk, so you walk, they have rooms that, like, this walkway, you're paying all that money to stay at Beach Club, and, like, the your patio, like, you could just walk into somebody's room. If they didn't lock the sliding glass door, like, and it's, I mean, and it's, like, you have this, like, little area. Yeah, Saratoga's. But, so, even walking that, like, they have the curtains open, and all these rooms are just... The beds don't have any sheets. Like, the pillows are just stacked up. You just see mattresses. That's weird. Yeah, it, it's like... It's weird that they would allow that to even be seen. That's, like, backstage as far as I'm concerned. That it was weird. I don't know why they just didn't draw the, the shades. Like, just leave them shut. Um, so, all those rooms are just <laughs> sitting empty. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, I, we love Beach Club. Uh, the, the cheesy potatoes for breakfast <laughs> no longer exist. <gasps> Now they gave you this like it was like a hockey puck, like pre-made like potato thing. No, no like, thank yeah, you. I, I know. No. I was so disappointed. R.I.P. Those cheesy potatoes. Rest, <laughs> rest rest of potatoes. <laughs> that was the only time we actually got like a breakfast, and I was like all excited for the. Um, Oof, that's a shame. I'm glad yeah. to know that though, because we stay at the boardwalk so often, and <laughs> Matt will usually go by himself <laughs> to the beach club to bring back. Breakfast. That's like have- on on one particular day of the vacation where Catherine's like, I'm very hungover and I need you to go on a journey for me. Cheesy Otherwise, potatoes. I will not survive. Um, and and maybe they change once. Things maybe. are back to normal. And you would have been yes. blamed for not getting those cheesy potatoes, even though it was the resort. That discontinued. Right. I mean, I'm glad we never made the trip now. Yeah, it's like it's like if you made the trek, you know, to Mordor or whatever, and you know, no, no ring, no ring, the ring's not even there. Oh no, I left it at the Shire. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Um, so uh, I guess we'll talk about parks now. So Animal Kingdom, not much different. Um, you know, Nomad was great. With that opened at eleven, we lined up at like. 1045 um we were we're, yeah yeah so and it was raining that day so um they did a good job in there like the closest people were like 20 feet away so i felt safe being in there um great service just 
good drinks. Um, menu was part, like they didn't have the poutine and we were pretty hungry at that point. Um, so anything else in Animal Kingdom? Not really. So we just did the safari. We did Everest. Everest. Yeah. Um, that was about it. Um, they do have a mask relaxation station that was air conditioned. It's a pizza farm. Pizza. Mm. Mm. We took advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and again, there there was one other family and they're yeah. 30 feet away from you. Yeah. So yeah, you could use those um, just to, because it was hot and like it was raining. So your mask is mm. just, it just felt good to get it off for like another recommendation minutes. too, when you're going in the park, like pack an extra mask or two because mine were like from sweating and like all that breathing, like it does get wet. Like, mm-hmm. so, Oh, I guess I should say too, at this point. Um, so, Every location, there are staff, I get some sort of healthcare staff that are doing the temperature scans on your forehead. I never saw anybody not allowed in. I don't know what my temperature was like. We actually took ours from home. We were doing, taking our own. He was freaking out because <laughs> his was elevated a little bit. <laughs> Not by much, and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, they're, they're not gonna let me in. It's like, <laughs> and I think it's it, it, wonky, like, I don't know, yeah, and I think it allows up to 100 and 100.4 or something, is what they're allowing, but that wasn't an issue. And then security now is like non existent almost. Um, they just tell you if you have a metal uh, water bottle umbrella, take that out, but they're not doing the searching through your bag mm-hmm. or anything. You just well, it's the new. It's not all of them. Like, they have the new at Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. Springs. Spring. I forget. But they still have this. Some still have the traditional, um, not x-ray, but like metal detector. Mm-hmm. The arch. Um, but they're not, the bag is like, they're not going through anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is concerning. You know, I'm wondering how they found the gun. Oh, yeah. Right, was it the gun a couple weeks ago? Somebody got arrested oh, I in was, Epcot. I was thinking it was uh, something else. Um, but I guess the metal. But so that was that. Um, Magic Kingdom park-wise, most attractions are walk-ons. The most we waited was Big Thunder, 20. which was it said it, the posted was twenty. It was probably ten fifteen. Um, yeah, Peter Pan's. Oh yeah. Uh, that we that was our first ride we got on and it was a walk on. That's yeah. nice. That's always such a horrible wait. <laughs> yeah, it, but you got to go through the queue, so mm-hmm. um, that was good. It's very rare to be able to walk right down the middle of Main Street USA <laughs> at ten true. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Um, but yeah, most uh, most were or uh, walk-ons. So we walked on to Space Mountain. That's like amazing. It, yeah, it was like at one in the afternoon. <laughs> so You didn't get to do your Splash Mountain. No, it was down and then the long, I just didn't, it was fine. Yeah. Um, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, we said it was too crowded. We did get a boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. Um, I felt like the ride was different than the first time and like, People are saying that there's certain elements of the of the ride that are now broken, or there's one part that definitely didn't happen that I remember from the first time, but that was seven eight months ago. So like I kind of forgot some of the details, 
but we both said like wasn't that different and, and like we oh, took a no. different track is this an expedition everest scenario where yes the, I, where the ride right. well hopefully it doesn't turn into an expedition everest scenario where they never fix yeah it. whereas expedition everest only only ran in its like true intended uh <laughs> incarnation like for like what like a month and a half or something before they shut down the yeti like hopefully they actually are like oh crap we actually have to fix this and then uh, whatever it is i don't know so I can't compare. I've never been on it. <laughs> yeah. So th th they're they're doing the boarding pass process still. And, like, our boarding pass came. I scanned our magic band, start going through the queue. And then hmm. it, it, um, it stops. But, like, nobody's saying anything in the queue. Like, they're not saying, like, we're temporarily shut down. Like, it'll be, a, you know, a few moments or whatever. And it was, like... 20 minutes like everybody sat down in the queue um it was just really weird huh. like we don't know what happened um hmm. and then we did mickey and minnie's runaway one run <laughs> runaway <laughs> railway um i didn't realize that was trackless yeah yeah i don't want to uh, that was a whole big thing about like that was one of the yeah see i did I, marketing i must have missed it because when i was on i'm like oh yeah, this is um, pretty cool. Posted was like 45 minutes. It was probably close to the 30 that it took. Um, it's cute. It's it, It's a worthy replacement for a great movie ride, I would say. We'll see about that. Okay. <laughs> I still miss the movie ride. I, 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 <laughs> Tough to please. Yeah, that's going to be a high bar to meet. <laughs> um, but... I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was it was cute. I don't know what other word to, you know. It'll be good for like everyone in the family. Um, and then Epcot, tons of construction. It's not crowded. I mean, we did we did Frozen Ever After. I want to try and see if I could go in order here. Spaceship Earth. What did we do? Oh, uh, Grand, Grand, Grand Fiesta. Fiesta. Grand Fiesta. <laughs> did you see Jose Carioca? He was back. He was oh back. my <laughs> god. He's back. Yes. back. <laughs> uh, Spaceship Earth. Um, seas with Nemo and friends. Soren. Soren and living with the land. And we probably did that in like two and a half hours. Which, in, you know, we're not going fast. Like, mm -hmm. we're taking breaks and stuff. So, we like basic Because you can't, like, the whole middle of the park is construct like you can't get anywhere you mm -hmm. can't get if you're in the front you can't go around the sides of spaceship earth mm -hmm. so you have to go like direct like 90 degrees left or right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why we started frozen because we came in international gateway and then like snaked our way around um so that, that was i mean all those attractions were pretty much walk-ons mm -hmm. right i mean as close to it as you could get um, the festival, I think that's the last thing we have to cover. So food and wine festival. Um, I just, it, I wasn't feeling it. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, I don't know how you felt. Um, a lot of the same, um, items, nothing new, you, you know, like, yeah, they had the lobster roll. Great. Delicious. Um, you know, you're, you're standing. But I felt the lobster roll was very chintzy. <laughs> I feel like that's always pretty hit or miss. So you either get like a really good guy that just like lumping it, it on. Up. Yeah. <laughs> or you get like some a-hole. portion's like... a lot smaller, I Is thought, it? this year mm -hmm. than 
previous years. I think the highlight is probably the stuff in World Showplace mm-hmm. um, between the dessert cake pops. I don't know if you've seen those. Um, mm-hmm. They're they almost look like lollipops. Yeah, they're on, they're huge. Yeah, they're, they're like huge. about yeah hmm. that big. Um, so <laughs> I go to the mac and cheese when she goes there. And we're like, okay, get a table all the way. And they have tables throughout. So, like, we would just try and find one furthest away from anybody. Mm -hmm. And they're not set up where... You can even be close, right? Yeah, but we would just go as far away. And uh, so we meet at the table. And here she has the three... Like, there's three varieties of the cake pops. And I'm like, what did you do? Like, why did you get three of these things? Yeah, so... uh, There was an M&M, a Twix, and, like, a... Straight up chocolate fudge one. Mm. <laughs> the Twix. Yeah. Oh, I, I recommend. I recommend that one. <laughs> they were yeah. really, really good. Um, Very rich. They're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get three at <laughs> 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 once. One of why will put me in a sugar coma. Mm-hmm. I love a Twix though. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Love, love me a Twix. Bowl. Yeah. You got to eat it quick because the what do they dip it in nitrogen um, like mm-hmm. the like flash freeze it or whatever. Sure. But it. It melts quick. Um, and then the mac and cheese was probably the highlight. We, there's different varieties. There's the buffalo uh, buffalo version and then the lobster one. The buffalo version, I, I wasn't looking forward to. It was probably the, one of the best. It was like, I would call it an adult because there's like, I like blue cheese and there's like chunks of blue cheese mm, in it. Too. So that was, and it wasn't like overly spicy. I, I like that one a lot. Um but yeah, all all those cues are are distanced. Um, but it just felt weird. I don't know how else to describe it. The the whole fact of like you can't grab the beer, walk to like walk along. You know, you gotta stop, get a chug. table, like chug your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're chugging, chugging. along the huh. way. Um, yeah. So. Um, the, the full size were nice when you're a Cronenberg or the coffee ale in, in America because we were trying to get something from each kiosk and then I forgot they had this because some of them like I'm like there's nothing I want like and then it's like Morocco has the Casa beer which yeah. is like a yeah, Bud Light or whatever yeah. and uh, I'm like oh I'll just get the six ounce pour you know and uh, just to say we had something at each one so we ended up doing that um but yeah it's just weird i saw the alps just open that wasn't open when we were down there but that cheese thing is overrated in my opinion um and then we did some new dining i'll just say uh we did california grill for the first time um it's okay it's not great i mean it's not great yeah i did not enjoy california grill it was um it's overrated yes it was good. I don't like, but yeah, but for what you're paying, yeah, that's not, it's it should be better than eh, no. Yeah, um, a highlight. I th- I thought this was a highlight. I don't know. Um, Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, I love Liberty Tree. Yeah. Well, like originally we were gonna do the the Skipper Canteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said to Rob, I'm like, let's do something different. Yep. Like we've been there, done that, and then I saw the Liberty Tree. I'm like, mm. let's go for it. So good. Um, I was really impressed. Is that all you can eat? Yes, it's like all you care to enjoy. It's like a they, yeah. Did you come with us that one time? You weren't there that time. I know Matt wasn't. It was. I guess it must have just been me and Brianna. They um, you were with us that time. 
Yeah, I don't think mm. I was there for that. To help with social distancing, they have tables set up in Diamond Horseshoe. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we ended up eating in there. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, really good. I mean, we had it for lunch. A little uh, heavy. A little heavy. Yeah. A little hot, yeah. hot and heavy. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely a cooler but day. But if, if you go, like, November, December, like the Christmas, yes. like, that would be mm-hmm. fantastic. I um, think that's probably my favorite restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, the potentially. Yeah. Yes. I, I really... Good. The food is so good. Yeah, the like dessert. The food, they yeah. had that, like, mm. cookie... What, what, oh, it was like a cookie like brownie a, yeah, Sunday or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Had a sangria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, homecoming, awesome as always. We sat out on the new um, Shine Bar porch. I mean, nothing really different about that. Yeah. They just had... The, sure. That bar wasn't even open yet. But just... Great. We tried. Um, we went to City Works, mm-hmm. the new bar there. That's a sports bar. I mean, nothing to write home about, but it's it's a nice option if you know Penn State football fan. If I want to see the game or go somewhere, as opposed to like the only place that used to only place was uh, ESPN Club. Now yeah. this is a nice option. Um, really extensive beer menu, seltzers. Um, Ciders, a lot of ciders. So if you're mm-hmm. a cider fan, me personally not, but um, we didn't have any food there. And then we tried a Regal Eagle Smokehouse. We had a, a meal there um, through mobile ordering. And that too, like quick service, you have to do everything mobile order. And they won't even let you into the restaurant until like your food's actually ready. Oh. So you check in and then there's a cast member there. Like to look to make sure. Yeah. And then he's like, Rob? I'm like, yeah. Then he lets you in and you could go get your food. Yeah. Um, The food, that was really good. Um, You know, barbecue. But overall, it was a relax. It was nice with the not having, you know, the commitments of fast passes and and things of that. It was like we just went at our leisure, like, you know, a relaxing trip, I thought. So. Didn't you eat somewhere else too? Uh, no. El Molino. Oh, I left it off. Yes, <laughs> yeah, El Molino. Yeah, I. Oh, yeah. I so, almost forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the day we had Hollywood Studios, went back to the resort, and we weren't. Sh- we had no dining reservations, nothing. And then I couldn't find a reservation. I was like, let's just walk over there. Worst case, we'll go to Kimonos. Yeah. But we walked into El Molino. It's always pretty dead. It was again. They did it really. These restaurants where there was indoor dining, I felt comfortable at all of them. Like the t- the tables are really far apart. Um, great meal. That was just. I love the it. The food there. is. I love yeah. I would that go back. And it, the thing is, like, I always feel like I'm gonna fall asleep after an Italian meal. That's usually why I'm not a big fan of it, especially like on vacation. But um, they do half portions there. Mm-hmm. Which Holly's the one that pointed it out. I didn't even see it like under under the heading. She's like, they have half portions. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And then we ended up going to. <laughs> so, so I had that, and then we ended up going to <laughs> kimonos afterwards. And uh, I had a sushi roll as like Rest dessert. Dessert <laughs> so sushi. I went from Italian to uh, to Chinese or Japanese. Yes. Uh, so uh, kimonos was. Were we the only ones when we walked in there? I think we were the only, and this was well. There's no convention, right? Eight thirty, nine o'clock. It was in those hotels. 
Yeah, no karaoke, um, but the same great staff yeah. you know, that Love we're that. used to Love seeing. Love this um, and then some other families started rolling in um, once we were like finishing up. But I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we checked out the uh, Riviera. Oh yeah, Resort. Riviera. It's the Bellagio mm. <laughs> at Disney World. Yeah. Like that's the. <laughs> Looked like it, felt like it. Um, yeah, it's a good way of describing it. Yeah, yeah. They're going to that Vegas and, deal with a new And if, like, for us, like, I don't need Mickey Mouse every, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Um, we just had a drink at their pool bar, pool, uh, Riva? Riva? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember it, but I was really hammered that night. Was that the, they have Cronenberg there, right? They, they didn't. Oh, okay. I think it, maybe they just, it wasn't as oh. again. I was, I was, I was in rush <laughs> because we went straight from Epcot at nine, mm-hmm. and then we took the Skyliner over there, uh, and then so had a drink. Good. Yeah, I was okay. feeling. Yeah, so get you in the banana cabana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was a, that is a nice uh, like you're there in ten minutes yeah, with the Skyliner. Really. You walk out of the park and you just no stops, just like yeah. straight there. So that was that was nice, but yeah, fun so. trip. Cool. It was. You know, it was interesting. Yeah. Very different feel, but yet still has the same feel. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> but certain parks, you can definitely tell the difference. Like Magic Kingdom, I still felt like Magic Kingdom to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Epcot was uh, kind of very different. Had a different feel. I just hope they're not allowing more people than what we saw. They can't. Then, they can't. After yeah. that day in Hollywood Studios. That, yeah. That's insane. Look, that was our trip. All right. All righty. Does anybody have any last call items? I don't. No? Nope. No? No? All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening, and as always, cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook, and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.